Hey, Brock, how are you? Doing well, John. How are you? I thought you might break it this time. I almost forgot the intro because it's been so long. Yeah, but also doing well at a time like this, I guess it's a good thing. Everybody, we hope everybody is doing well. Yeah, we're recording, let's see, March 24th, 2020. I guess this episode will be up like tomorrow, so it's yeah. current, but things are changing day by day. Yeah, and we had like a, a mastermind of all the, you know, the content creators, uh, men's content creators, and I think the consensus is largely like try to give some normalcy to guys so that, you know, shit's real in the real world, but guys need a little bit of escapism. So that's why I wanted to record an update for you guys because, uh, you know, kind of give got to give you a little bit of it. Yeah, I kind of wonder, so we did that mastermind with a group of more or less content creators and some e-commerce business owners, and some do both. And the general consensus was, for the for the most part, traffic and sales are down, unless you're Eric Banholds and you sell soap online, which is the best case scenario. Um, and because traffic's down, ad revenue's down, affiliate revenue's down, basically everything, sponsors are, are dropping out uh, or, or you know offering lower rates. Um, but we think, you know, once interest in news dies down interest in normal content will come back but it's funny because people are people like us now we're pulling the audience to saying what do you want do you want normal content or do you want kind of custom content for the situation like how to work from home and, and stuff like that and the audience is saying they want normal content but if you look at the numbers that's not what people are reading people yeah. are just reading news and and kind of viral current content yeah it's kind of like the polls that say what are the what TV do you consume? And everybody wants everybody says PBS, but in reality, they're watching The Bachelor. Exactly. Yeah. So as as a as a publisher, it's kind of hard not to give them what they actually want because that's what's going to keep the revenue up right now. You know. Yeah, and I think you had posted early on too about you know working at home and staying off of the news because that will drive you crazy. And I find myself in that cycle too, where I'm just like, I need just need to step away and. uh get the hell off of here for a little bit yeah it's hard not to and, and same with social media because i think that's mostly it's been affected the same way where it's a lot of just stuff about coronavirus and i don't know about you every time i go on instagram it's like there's all these like fitness challenges and all this stuff that it's not directly related but it wouldn't be happening otherwise like all of a sudden there's all this um like everybody's doing fitness content all of a sudden everybody's like a personal trainer and has like the best home workout and people that never post anything about fitness. So it's kind of funny how it's changed all, all the content that's coming at us. I've never seen so many live streams. You and Andy did a, uh, did one that my wife trolled last weekend. But uh, I've, yeah. even when I go on, like I'll see three and four live streams happening at the same time. And that I never saw that on my my who I'm following now. Yeah, it's strange. I, I, think, I think people just want people, to be together, right? Yeah, yeah. People just, they're isolated and they just want to, they want some FaceTime, so... Yeah, and that's why we wanted to get a, a fresh episode out for the we have we have like guests for a couple of months recorded. Like um we were gonna put up Matt Spazer tomorrow from the Sue James Bond. We recorded with him in like January. So we got some like really cool guests coming up, but we just wanted to come and come back and get the, the regular listeners an update on what has been going on with us because we haven't really caught up uh the audience. He haven't really caught you guys up since uh December or so. Yeah, and it's been a, a crazy Q one. Yeah, I think the biggest news is you got your wife back. That's true. As of as of recently, my wife was in, she was in Rome, and recently she's back here in the states in New York. So we're sharing a 
320 foot square foot apartment, which you can see if you watch my apartment tour video and, uh, adjusting to, to that life. <laughs> yeah. Big, big change from, uh, where you guys were sharing out in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. You get a little more space for your money out there, but yeah, that's nice. And, um, otherwise for me, it's kind of like business as usual, like still just, you know, working on the content calendar, had a couple of videos in the queue, uh, a couple that need editing, bunch of, bunch of new stuff going up on the blog. So kind of just like treating, treating it things as normal and then hoping that, um, once things get back to normal, I'll be in a, a good position with a lot of fresh content. Oh yeah. It's, it's weird too. Cause like my, my children would never know anything's going on. Cause I'm always home. Like I'm always working in the studio and my wife is always home. It's just like, they're not going to the library museums right now. They don't really notice. So I do feel, I feel lucky there. So what, what do they know? Or do they, do they have any idea or do you talk to them at all? Yeah, my son keeps saying he's making lists for, like, when the sickness is over, like, the friends that he wants to see, like, some of our cousins and things. But he, he just, like, it, it kind of goes over his head. Mm-hmm. We talk yeah, about it, it's not like we're hiding it from him. He's four. Yeah, so he, he, knows, he knows what's going on. He knows something's going on. Yeah. You, you've been working from home for a while because when did you leave uh, your, the corporate life? September of eighteen. Okay, so yeah, you're working from home, and then you had the studio built. So, but it's it's on the property, so it's kind of working from home. Yeah. So, uh, does it does it seem different now, or are you just kind of a uh, business as usual? It's been nice because it's been so quiet. Like I've been able to catch up on stuff that I was behind on because I'm st- I'm still getting some brands that are like reaching out and they want to do something, which is reassuring. Um, mm-hmm. But like a lot of stuff has calmed down, and and I can get caught up on a lot of videos that I wanted to do. And then it's also an exciting time for Strix. Well, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot there's a lot going on there. We get we're rolling out the CVS in 2,000 stores, um, and they have actually moved up their timeline, which is also reassuring. And so there's mm-hmm. a lot of like back end stuff happening there. And then I've had videos. That's another place too. I've, I've had videos I wanted to do there. Um, that it was just I was my attention was on other things. Able to come back to this one and. And we're we're really excited to see it on the Modest Man, uh, without us knowing it was coming. Oh yeah, yeah. Did the uh, should men wear makeup video? That was a good one. A little heat. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of heat in the comments. I think it was mostly positive, but there's a, a vocal minority there that is sensitive to that. But I thought it was for the most part a nice conversation and uh, pretty supportive. And I was actually surprised at how many people not only were interested in trying it, but had already had already tried it, which I know you guys have that research, but it's just interesting to actually see it. People saying, you know, yeah, I already use it or I've had my wife or girlfriend help me with it for certain occasions. Um, so I, I definitely think there's a lot of interest there. Maybe just people don't talk about it a lot. Yeah. It's definitely talking about the, the either the vocal minority or the people saying, uh, you know, something other than they actually do. we we find out how many guys are using it or had their wife or girlfriend use it for them before. And then you know, picking up a concealer for the first time is a new experience. And so a lot of education around that. And that's, I'm like the face of it. So I had to show how it's done. Speaking of face of uh, men's makeup, how, how's TikTok going? I had a really big one last week. There was a trend. I like, you know, I, put, I, I set a limit on my phone. So you can set app limits per app in the system preferences, which I found mm-hmm. I needed on TikTok after doing a lot of uh, air quotes 
research in the app and I set it to one hour a day. So like I'll, I'll jump in every once in a while just to like see what's going on. And, um, in the morning hashtag makeup hacks was trending. I was like, okay, I, there's no way I can ignore that hashtag. And, um, Hmm. there was one sound in particular that everybody was using. And so I did that. And I think today it's almost at 400,000 views in a, in a few days here. And a lot of comments, it's the same thing where it's like, it's, I think because it's slightly controversial, people are a little bit more inclined to comment one way or the other. And there's like some people that, that say yes. And some people are saying no, and they argue with each other. And so then that feeds it and it just keeps going. I did a a TikTok. I had a tushy in my basement for like two years. I bought it a while ago and I just left it in the box. And then with the whole toilet paper situation, I went down and and opened it up and I did a TikTok on my installing my cushy. So, uh, I have been, I actually growing up in my house, I had a bidet in my bathroom and when I went to college, I missed it, which is partially why I bought the tushy a couple of years ago. And so it's nice to have a bidet back in the house. Yeah. Aren't they having like record sales right now? They are crushing it right now. Yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Should hit them up for a sponsorship. I'm sure. I don't even know if they can answer the phone. It's like, it's, it's going crazy, but I, I mean, I've always been ready for this. I, I've had an Amazon subscription for white, for baby wipes, toilet paper, and paper towels for years at this point. And I never turned it off, even though I'd get like this pile up. And so I've accidentally hoarded a lot of this stuff in my basement. And so mm-hmm. Amazon canceled those now because of all of the supply constraints, but I actually have like months of runway in my basement. Nice. I'm more like, I think most people here in New York where you have like, you have like three days worth of leftover takeout and like, that's your prep. Right. (laughs) So, but we're, we're, we're stocked up now, but, uh, it's strange here. Like basically Amazon, Amazon, um, whole foods delivery and Amazon fresh, uh, just like went offline. Like they're not reliable. Instacart is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's like there there are some days, even the past four days that there've been, uh, days where I've done an Instacart order that arrived in like an hour which is crazy if you think about how much demand they have right now. Yeah, I think sometimes like three or in three hundred thousand uh, contractors or employees very soon. Instacart is like they're up to the task. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I don't know really what we do without that sort of. I mean, you, you can have literally anything delivered to your door within a couple hours here. It's awesome. That's New York, yeah. Eric uh, Eric NYC style was sharing videos of fifth avenue and it was like spooky yeah definitely finally getting to that ghost town status i think for the first few days people weren't people were still outside but it is uh it's much quieter now so you though have been doing workouts in quarantine and working as regular so uh you know you're used to working at home but have you you've, you've had mm-hmm. to adjust to not going to the gym my gym closed too for a couple of weeks which is very sad yeah, my my gym closed and uh I got a so I went to there's a Models. So Models is going out of business as a brand. Mm. And there's a Models right nearby. So I went there maybe maybe a week ago and at the time there was like a lot of people there. It was like a closeout sale. They were pretty stocked. I got one exercise mat, like a yoga mat, and I didn't get anything else. And then when Becca got here, uh I went back to get another yoga mat so we could have, each have one. And it was like empty, no yoga mats, no free weights, no bands, like literally everything was gone. There's nobody there. Um, it's weird timing because the brand is going to close anyway. Mm-hmm. So they're doing their final sale already, but now they're closing even earlier. So uh, 
I got a jump rope instead. <laughs> so I've been trying to get good at the jump rope on the roof of the building. I know. I saw that. I kind of wanted a uh, jump rope. I used to jump rope a lot for swimming, but I haven't had one. But like, it's also one of those things where once you get a legit jump rope, like it's, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I haven't actually done it in, I mean, at least a few years and it's really good cardio. It's hard. <laughs> I ordered a 70 pound kettlebell last week and it got here on Saturday. And so I'm like, I'm ready to work out at home now. I'm fine. 70 pounds. That's, that's a lot. I, I want, I wanted like a 35. I can't do anything like one, one armed or one, uh, one handed with the 70, but I can do all, a lot of the other movements that I found, but, uh, everything else is sold out. It's like, if you look at on it or rogue, a lot of this stuff, Amazon basics is, is delayed and everything. So I wasn't the only one that had that idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think as long as you, I mean, for me, it's harder to get like a, it's hard to get a very thorough workout in from home, but I think just keeping the habit up is important. And once the gym opens, you know, go back and get into the regular lifting routine is your, are you still with your trainer? Yeah. And so, uh, we, we've been going back and forth now to see like, you know, what body weight stuff was, could I do what, um, you know, what kettlebell movements. And so that's been helpful, but it's just weird to not move like collectively thousands of pounds in an hour. And that's mm-hmm. been like a huge mental hurdle for me is like, you go to the gym, you do like deadlifts and squats and, uh, you know, bar like all this stuff and you're used to moving all this weight and like, then you switch to body weight, which it does, you know, it can definitely get a good workout, but it's a very different mental feeling. Hey, just, you have to push it so much harder and do so many more reps if you want to get the same volume in. Yeah. Look. Well, what else, uh, I can tell you about what I shot this week, which is part of my quarantine. Uh, so we, we've also been on quarantine since March 10th. My daughter is at high risk for like her allergies with her, with a few things. And so we were, mm. we were very early on the quarantine bandwagon, but, uh, one of my quarantine activities has been to really clean out the closets and do early spring cleaning. Um, really it's, I think it's right on time though. Yeah. And especially since you collect a lot of samples, you know, for these roundup videos, for the reviews and the roundup videos. Uh, and I mean, it's the same for me, except for I have a much smaller place. So I tend to like, I think move stuff out faster, but are you, are you just like, how are you getting rid of stuff? Are you donating or trying to sell it on Grailed or what? I've thought about Poshmark quite a bit. Uh, I wanted to do, I want to do like more giveaways. I have so many unopened socks that I could like give away three or four full sock drawers uh, that I I've wanted to do that for a while. But even just for my own personal stuff, like the sweaters that I love, the jackets that I wear in the winter, a lot of that stuff, I haven't properly stored it the past few years. And I've lost a few things like cashmere sweaters. And I had this one wool blazer from Bonobos that I loved. And like I got a tiny, it was right on the shoulder, something like chewed through uh, the shoulder and like, the dry cleaner couldn't repair it. And so I did, I, I just like deep dove into storing stuff with, you know, cedar planks and garment bags and all kinds of stuff. And so, uh, you know, storing my own stuff, but then I have a a pile of stuff that will go to donations. And, um, I don't know the, the whole logistics of posting things and trying to get someone to buy it and shipping and everything like that doesn't interest me at all. And so Mm. I'll tend to donate as much as I can. Yeah, it's usually not worth it. I mean, if if it's something, 
if it's something that it's, it's not even for the money, but like that, I really want to go to a good home, you know, I'll, I'll sell it on Instagram or just post on Instagram via stories and see if someone wants it. But, uh, but yeah, selling stuff on grail and it, it's, it's a lot of work and it's usually not that much money. Even coordinating donating. on Instagram. Like I posted a bunch of shoes a few months ago and just coordinating who, who got which shoes, making sure the size was right. Uh, and then going to the post office and everything, uh, it's a, it would be a very niche thing, but for somebody to handle that for for people that get a lot of samples would be nice. Yeah, true. Well, did you rediscover any any gems in there that you hadn't worn in a, in a while? No, I, I tend to keep a lot of it out in the open so that I can see it really well. Um, you know, I I had this one Donegal wool sweater that I got this year that I was really excited about, and then I always have like my staple V neck cashmere sweaters and and jackets and things. And so, uh, getting that stuff like dry clean before I put it away. Uh, luckily I, I did that before all this happened was to get it cleaned and then, uh, you know, storing it the right way. And so what I liked, I were, ended up ordering a bunch of stuff from Woodlore, which I toured as part of the Allen Edmonds thing. It's an Allen Edmonds company, but I got these crates that like, I'll put my, I put my sweaters in, I got these cedar planks that I can put into the storage. I got these hangers, it's like a hanging block of cedar that goes in between some of your jackets and coats. And so uh, just making sure that it's going to be protected from bugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you gotten anything new recently? Uh, any, any new samples that were exceeded expectations? Oh, I did. I did get some stuff from Hylete, which they had been on my radar because ever since I got my four lap stuff, I would say so. Even going back further, when my my wife used to work for Lululemon, and one time a year she was able to buy men's stuff right around Christmas, and so a lot of my workout gear switched from being like Nike and Under Armour stuff to Lululemon a few years ago, and I still have a lot of that stuff. This was like what twenty thirteen around there, and so I still have some of the. You know, I was running in one of the long sleeve shirts the other day, and so I've always been on the bandwagon. You know, that's been part of the whole thing of getting nicer stuff that lasts longer and, and performs better. And mm-hmm. so I got my four lap stuff when they launched, I think in 2015 and all of their stuff, you know, they're, they're running shorts in their shirts. I really like, um, and then I think you had mentioned highly as well. And the other, what's the other one? Oh, uh, Janji running Janji J A J A N J I. Um, I got some of their shorts and a running sweatshirt that I'm like, it's extremely cozy. And so, yeah, I've been, I've been into the, the workout stuff. And then, um, I got a new, I got new ties from bow ties and from Rampley and co shout out to, uh, Chris from ordinarily dabber brought that to Menfluential. And so, uh, Oh, I'm going to put, I'm going to put this in. Baron's going to do a work from home outfits video, but I got these cashmere joggers from distilled that, I'm thinking about ordering extras so that I never have to live my life without them. Wow. That good. Yeah. <laughs> I have a pair of joggers from public rec that I'm really into. And I, I, I wear those daily quite a bit, but the cashmere joggers are something else. Hmm. I think, well, you mentioned highly, I think the highly flexion pants, which I'm wearing now are probably the most comfortable like joggers or like athleisure type pants that I've found so far. They're not like super fitted, but they're tapered, you know, they have like a tapered ankle and it's, they're, they're good enough that like I'd wear them on a long haul flight, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't wear them 
on a domestic flight, you know, like I, I don't, I don't really want to leave the house with them, but mm-hmm. if it's like a really long flight, I'll do it. Or if I have to run to, uh, you know, run a quick errand, uh, but they're yeah, super comfortable. And then the other fitness brand that I recently tried 10,000, you tried them. I have one of their shirts. Yeah. Their, their shorts are amazing. They have three types. One's like running. One's kind of like an everyday short. And then one is for, it's called the interval short. I think it's for like CrossFit, but I would use it for lifting or anything, whatever cardio. And it's, it reminds me of the Under Armour speed pocket two in one, like with the liner built in, but just higher quality. Like I feel like it's going to last longer. Really nice. Yeah. You did a whole haul on athletic stuff probably like a year and a half ago. What do you think, like what to you really differentiates uh, a performance brand besides you know, the, the ten, you know, technical fabric is like the, the, the base for that, but what really is like set some of them apart? I mean, I feel like 10,000, they, they kind of took, they kind of took a lot of things that Under Armour does right, but maybe, maybe since they're a new brand, they don't, uh, they're, they don't have to save money on materials as much, you know? So they mm-hmm. like, they really just put, I mean, they're expensive, like they're, it's an expensive products, but they, I don't think they skimmed anywhere. And, uh, I was expecting them to be kind of baggy, but they're like really fitted. They're really nice. Uh, and it just seems like, I don't know, you know, like the like really nice workout shirts you can wear them like a couple times before washing them. Mm-hmm. Like they just kind of hold up. Like if they have like a wool blend or whatever they're made of, they just kind of, they're just durable. Yeah. We I get the impression that works. Yeah. Bl- yeah. The bluff works, um, t-shirt is a great example or like outlier outliers got a great wool t-shirt that, I mean, you can, you can wear it you can bring it as your only shirt for like a week vacation and, and use it to work out and never wash it. It just doesn't get dirty, you know? Yeah. So yeah, really, really cool brand. Um, I'm going to do, I'll probably do another workout haul. Cause I feel like even since that last video, there's been a, a bunch of great new brands. Yeah, I know. It's just been there more and more. Cause even like four laps redid their entire line and they have a wool like workout shirt. That's been my go-to now. And it's, that's the same thing where it's like, I'll wear that to the gym maybe three days in a row before, you know, it gets any kind of funky because it has, it's 37.5 tech with wool. And so it's like this really nice combination and, uh, fits well and everything. So yeah, good workouts. We're in a, we're in a golden era for workout stuff. You might say. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I also tried to, I got some gear from a seven. Have you heard of them? A seven. Never heard of it. A seven. I think, I think they kind of made a name for themselves with like competition approved lifting gear. It's like, if you want like wrist wraps and knee sleeves and, um, singlets and stuff like that, that are all like approved by the major, uh, powerlifting associations, you can buy their stuff, but I just have some of their joggers and, and knee wraps and, uh, also very good. I feel like a little bit of a poser when I wear them in the gym. Cause it's like a very <laughs> legit brand. Like I had some guy come up the other day. I was, I was doing a, I was doing squats with the knee wraps and he's like, Hey, how do you like those a seven knee wraps? I'm just like, Oh yeah. They, uh, they oh, wrap maybe. really nicely. Yeah. <laughs> I like the way they go on your legs. <laughs> do they ship to the U S I'm, I'm on their site and it doesn't look like they have Canada, UK, Poland, Japan. Like they don't have a U.S. They should have a U.S. Uh, option there. Huh? Yeah. It does look, looks like for BV guys. That's like the performance dress shirt video. I just did this company tailored athlete like you can tell in their models who that company is for and it's definitely not for my skinny body yeah i've seen a few of those like dress shirts for uh 
for jacked dudes. Yes. But they have like crazy taper. Like the chest to waist drop is like 10 inches or something. Yeah. And they're cut to have to help to like highlight your biceps, which, mm. you know, we talked to my trainer earlier. I tell him all the time, where's my biceps? I just keep growing in my thighs and my butt. Where are my biceps? Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's, uh, it's all upper, no lower. So <laughs> yeah, you yeah. and I have the opposite problems. Yeah. What, what do you got? What, what, uh, what do you have in the queue right now? Content wise? Oh, I got a shirt tuck methods video. Uh, I did one on KK and J like a while ago, but, um, there's been some other stuff that's come out. My tuck trunks video is always very popular. So I just did a few mm-hmm. things on there. Got the clothing storage. Uh, I just did one on long ties for guys that need ties that are longer than standard ties. Do they make, are there companies that make shorter ties? That's funny. I just finished a post, an article on shorter ties and there are, there's like three brands that make them. And then a couple of custom brands that where you can customize your length. And I think one bespoke maker, but yeah, there, there are a couple, but pretty limited. Yeah. I found like a dozen long tie companies and then yeah we probably found the same bespoke companies that'll do like a, each each of their ties you can order in a custom size which is a nice option have you found that to be an issue with standard length ties yeah actually it is i mean i, I think if you're probably maybe down to like five seven depending on your proportions it won't be an issue if you use something more substantial than a four in hand but if you're like five six and below and you want to use a smaller knot it's definitely going to be too long. Cause I think most ties are like 58 inches and the, the ideal length for me would be like 55. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause I, the issue I run into are it's the, the blessing that I have is the, the cutoff for long ties with guys is about six one, but because my proportions on my torso are more like somebody who's six foot then I can get away with standard ties. It helps to have the longer tie with some knots but I can get away pretty easily with a standard tie. But I, I definitely hear from guys in my comments that need longer ties. So shot the video. Yeah. yeah, I mean, definitely, like, just changing up the knot is probably the best first step. Like, I'll just use, a like, a double four hand instead of a regular, and that, that'll do the trick. So for all I should do a video on that, tie. too. Yeah, exactly, for the, the two times a year that I have a tie on. Yeah. I, would try, I always try and find more excuses to wear them, but I also need to pare down. My collection, like, I feel like I ju- there's, like, three or four ties that I like to wear, and I probably have 50. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of ties. Those could go to better homes. I should do a big tie giveaway. Yeah, I started to kind of, I started to pare down my ties and pocket squares. I just never wear them, so, but I kept the ones from, um, Brian from Hughes Spoke Style gifted me one of his, uh, which is really nice. And then I've got two from Fort Belvedere, which are in shorter lengths. They're one of the brands that, that offer shorter lengths. So, yeah, those are – I have like four left, I think. Yeah, Fort Belvedere is one of the longer length ones. He's got it all. Yep. Our guy, Raphael. Yep. Well, I got a, uh, I got a desk tour coming up. It's supposed to be tomorrow, actually, but um, waiting on some some sponsor stuff. And – it's actually funny because there's a lot of like minimal desk setup videos but this one is like it's actually very very minimal like the thumbnail might be actually too boring it's like literally just like a screen and my computer so i don't know if it'll do well but um 
I like those kinds of videos. So, and then I got a Orkney. Did you get your Huga on for it? Got the what? Did you get your Huga on for it? Some uh, slow mo B roll and. Oh, it's it's nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's got a lot of a lot of B B roll macro shots. Um, so you're saying you've had a lot of time at home. <laughs> a lot of time at home. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the problem too. Is I can't. It's so hard to do full body stuff in here. So, like to do like a try on or a haul or something, it's a pain to do it in here. So, without being able to go outside and like work with a video person or a photographer or something or get B roll outside, it's uh, it's a little tough. But I, so I'm trying to do videos that are like more that I can do kind of like sitting at the desk and and talking through stuff and using not full body B roll. Right. So yeah. Good. I'm glad we can get an update for everybody. Let everybody know we're safe and healthy and quarantined. Brock's got his wife back from Europe. Because I think mm-hmm. you had only mentioned it on the podcast last time we talked. So she was yeah, I think, through like June, right? Yeah. Well, we're going to figure out after after the actual isolation period is over what what the logistics will be. But um, But yeah, it's good. It's funny. I, th- I feel like on the podcast we we go more into like personal stuff. So there's so if you listen to the podcast, you probably get a lot more of a of those details than you know just the YouTube channels. Oh yeah, I think that's why. Uh, I think that's why these guys are here. And uh, yeah, I I mean I haven't even posted that much stuff behind the scenes for my family either, except for my squats with my kids. Or and you did it with back of the day. That was funny. Oh yeah, yeah. I like I like the kid squats. That was like a decent amount of weight. All all three of them combined. Yeah, my son's 45, my daughter's 35, and then Aoife is like, uh, what, 16 pounds or something, so. Yeah, get some volume with those guys. Yeah, that plus my kettlebell, I'll really have some my home gains. Nice. All right, so we'll catch people up pretty soon here, get some new uh, videos coming, and we'll keep the guests coming too, but we'll probably we'll probably drop in as things progress here. And let us know if you want to hear more of our quarantine stories. Well, we can do that, or I think we have a couple other topic ideas for the spring as well. So we'll bring those to you. Always appreciate you listening. Yeah, if you have any ideas for guests that you want to see on the show, hit us up. Yeah, now is the best time to do it too. Everybody's you know, Everyone's home. Let's get them recorded. Everybody's home board. So yeah, everybody's down to jump on a podcast. That's great. I'll talk to you soon, Brock. Stay safe, everybody. All right. Later.